Well, good morning, church. My name is Dave, and I'm the campus pastor here. And it's so good to have people coming to join Good News this morning. And it's so good to have all of you here this morning. Let me spend some time in prayer before we open God's Word together. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I call upon you today. Father, that in your great love, you could give us this morning a sense of of your presence with us. Oh, that Jesus, you would just become a little bit more famous through your word shared this morning. And oh, Holy Spirit, that you would come and, and make the love of the Father and the presence of the Son in us real to our hearts. Oh, Father, how much we need you. Lord, we, we have hearts that are broken and grieving. We have hearts here that, that, are, that are anxious and fearful. We, ha- we have hearts here that are proud and, and not humble. We have hearts here that are expectant and are filled with faith and are looking for you to come and, and fill them. I pray that you would answer the need of every human heart here. And that, Lord, those who don't know you would come to know you. And those who do know you would be encouraged in their faith. And and those that want to make you known would be equipped. And, oh, Lord, that you would raise up a generation of workers who could multiply disciples here and around the world, all to the praise of your glory and grace. Oh, Father, help me as I open your word to speak of Jesus in a way that would glorify him. And encourage your body, the church. We're asked this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, grab your Bible and turn to Colossians chapter 1. And we're going to keep going through the book of Colossians. Hasn't it been good to get to know who Jesus is? Oh, Jesus is amazing. And I can't imagine, but if a group of people got excited about Jesus... God wouldn't, couldn't keep himself from blessing that group of people. So let's keep learning about the greatness and glory of Jesus this morning. Paul says this, starting in verse 24. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I do my share On behalf of his body, which is the church, in filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions. Of this church, I was made a minister according to the stewardship from God bestowed on me for your benefit, so that I might fully carry out the preaching of the word of God. That is the mystery which has been hidden from the past ages and generations, but has now been manifested to his saints, to whom God willed to make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So there it is. This is what we're going to look at this morning. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, we're going to find out in our study this morning, what does that mean? Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does it mean? 
We're going to find out that when we understand what that means, what it can do. And then we'll find out how we can take this message of hope to a lost and dying world. So what does it mean, Christ in you, the hope of glory? What does that mean? What does it do in our hearts? And how can we share it with others? Many, many years ago, it was 1915, 1915, and a man named Ernest Shackleton took an expedition of almost 30 men to Antarctica, and their ship, the Endurance, got stuck in the ice flows off the coast of Antarctica. For five months, they were stranded in the ice, and finally, their ship, the Endurance, couldn't take the pressure of the ice any longer, and it broke up. So the men had to seek shelter off the ship on the ice. Eventually, they saw that their only hope of rescue, their only hope of escape, is if they got in their lifeboats and they went out into the sea in their lifeboats to try and reach safety. So they did. All of the sailors in the lifeboats safely reached an island called Elephant Island. Now, the problem with Elephant Island is that no one visits Elephant Island. There's no cruise ships coming to Elephant Island. There's no reason to go to Elephant Island. And so their hope of rescue there was very, very small. So Ernest Shackleton took a few sailors in their boats and he sailed 800 miles to find rescue for the 22 men that he left behind on Elephant Island. Every day... The men who were left behind on Elephant Island were led by their commander, Frank Wilde. And every day, Mr. Wilde would wake up, and he would pack up his stuff, and he would say to the men, Pack up your sleeping bags, boys. The boss may be back today. And Ernest Shackleton wrote in his journal, after finding the men all safe and sound, he wrote, Mr. Wilde kept hope alive. He kept hope alive. How did he do it? By reminding the men that today, today might be the day when their rescuer would return to get them safely home. Pack up your sleeping bags. He kept hope alive with an infectious confidence that the best was yet to come. And what I want you to know this morning is this, that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Do you know anyone who could use some hope? Listen, you know any marriages that could use some hope? Christ in you is the hope of glory. Listen, you're you're taking care of kids. Day after day after day, you wonder, am I making any difference? Christ in you is the hope of glory. You're a young person, and you're trying to figure out, where am I going to go, and what am I going to do? What is my calling in life? Christ in you is the hope of glory. Maybe you've reached a point in your life where where you wonder, did I make a difference? Oh, Christ 
in you is the hope of glory. Listen, I am a follower of Jesus. And the reason I'm a follower of Jesus is that my Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ, is alive. He rose from the dead. The greatest proof of Christianity is that a dead man walked out of a tomb. And he said that if you put your trust in me, you can too. Do you know anyone who could use some hope? Listen, Billy Graham visited Germany after World War II. And the chancellor at the time, he asked Billy Graham this question. Mr. Graham, do you believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Billy Graham said, apart from the resurrection of Jesus Christ, I have no gospel. The chancellor of Germany said, looking out the window at his nation, completely destroyed by war. And he said this, apart from the resurrection of Jesus Christ, I know of no hope for the world. Is that true? It is true. Apart from Jesus Christ, we have no hope. But because of Jesus Christ, we have hope. The hope of glory. Now, Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does it mean? What does it mean? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Are you a Christian? Let me give you a little visual aid to help you remember what it means to have Christ in you. So you see the the word Christian. Okay, now take out the A and move it to the front. And what are you? You have a Christ in you. Take out the A, move it to the front. What's left? A Christ in. A Christ in you. Now, let's say, let's say that, that I'm, someone comes to see me, maybe a married couple, they come to see me, and they say, Dave, we're really struggling in our marriage. What would I tell them? What would I say to them? Well, don't you remember that day when you got married? I mean, don't you remember your wedding service, you know, the long center aisle, you walk down the aisle, she looks so beautiful, you look so good, you made the promises, I do, I do, I will, I will. Don't you remember? Or, or, or what I say to them, oh, well, I mean, listen, don't, don't you ever look at your ring? I mean, you're struggling in your marriage, don't, don't you ever just look at your ring and remember, I, I'm married, doesn't that, wouldn't that help? No! That wouldn't help. What what they would need isn't just to remember someday, long ago, in the past, when they got married, or even to look at their wedding bands and to remember that they are married. What they would need is to go for a walk on the beach and to hold hands, and to go out to dinner with candlelight, and to look in each other's eyes, and experience again the love that they expressed, and of which that wedding band was a token. 
of the sincerity of the promises they made. Listen, are you a Christian? You say, yes, I'm a Christian. Why are you a Christian? Well, because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And that's true. That's gloriously true. I can't think of anything greater than the fact that Jesus died on the cross for my sins so that I could be forgiven. Oh, but friends, is it precious to you that Christ lives in you? Oh, don't just look back to that day, how, however many years ago it was when you first trusted in Christ as your Savior and Lord. Don't just look back to that day. Look back to it. Remember it. Say, thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and forgiving my sins. But oh, follow him. Walk with him. Look to him in faith. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Listen, in John 3, 16, we read this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Are you a Christian? If you're a Christian, that means that you've come to understand the bad news. Have you? The bad news is that all of us, apart from Christ, have a problem called sin. And because of that sin problem, we're all going to perish. Every single person comes into this world dead spiritually. And every single one of us is going to die physically. And if we die physically, still in a condition of spiritual death, we'll die eternally. But God's will is not that we would perish, but that we would come to know eternal life. And where is that eternal life found? It's found through Jesus. That when we put our trust in Jesus, God puts our sin on Jesus, punishes him in our place, and we know that the penalty has been paid in full because he rose from the dead. That's the good news of the gospel. Our part is to receive him. Have you? Now, here's why this is so important, and this is why it's so important that I share it each week, because some of you are not Christians. Some of you watching online are not Christians. Become a Christian. Put your trust in Jesus Christ. But most of you are Christians. And Jesus says, that when we put our trust in him, we receive eternal life. That there is an eternal kind of life that comes to live within us. Is that true of you? Is that true of your experience? That there is an eternal kind of life that has come in through Jesus Christ, coming into your life. Revelation 3.20 says it well. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, what does he promise? I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. That an eternal kind of life is Christ in you. It's Christ moving in. Now, how do we experience that eternal life? 
Well, Philippians 1 tells us that to live is Christ and to die is gain. So for me, to live now is Christ. Christ in me. Jesus moves in and my eternal life now is good. I get to know Christ personally, intimately. Christ in me, the hope of glory. I get to know Christ now. That's good. That's eternal life now. I get to know Christ even better. When I die, I'll change location, but not companion. And the same shepherd who has shepherded me throughout my life will get me safely to his presence. Now, it'll go from good to better. That's why in Philippians chapter 1, Paul says to depart and to be with Christ is very much better. And so when I die, my body will rest in the grave and my soul will immediately go to be with Jesus in heaven. But Jesus isn't done with my body, not yet. No, Jesus is going to come again. And because of Jesus, the eternal life of Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, his eternal power is going to raise my body and transform it to be like his body. And I will be with Jesus for all eternity on a perfect earth with a new body and a sinless soul forever. The best is yet to come. So it's good now. It's better to depart and be with Christ spiritually, but the best, body and soul, with Jesus on a new earth, the best is yet to come. That is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That it's good to know Christ now, and it's better to know Christ when we die, but the best is yet to come. Listen, one of my best friends, his, his mother began to lose her mind before she lost her physical life. She lost, began to lose her, her mind, began to slip. But my friend had taught his mother again and again and again, the best is yet to come. And so his mother, so frail, so unable to remember so many things, was able to remember that. And every time she saw my friend, she said, the best is yet to come. So that's why we remind you again and again and again, so that when we need that truth, and we all will, we'll have the hope of glory to help us and support us. So what is Christ in you? It's Christ in you now. And what does it bring? The hope of glory. What is hope? The joyful expectation that the best is yet to come. Now, what does it do? What does it do in us? That's what it means. What does it do in us? Well, let's look at what Paul says in Colossians 1, verse 24. First, he says, it should make us rejoice. Christ in you, the hope of glory, should bring joy. 
to our lives. Now I rejoice. Not in my circumstance, but in Christ in me. My hope, the joyful expectation that the best is yet to come when it moves into my life, it brings out joy. Joy in what Jesus has done. Joy in who Jesus is. Joy in what Jesus is doing in my life. I rejoice. So our hope, Christ in me, the hope of glory, brings us joy. Secondly, our hope, Christ in us, the hope of glory, helps us be willing to suffer in sacrificial love. Paul says in verse 24, I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. You see, the only thing that would enable us to begin to love our neighbor as ourselves, the only thing that would ever enable us to give sacrificially and to go sacrificially and to share sacrificially is if the hope of glory moves in. If Christ in me is the hope of glory, that's the only thing that's going to enable me to be able to give sacrificially. When I see the willingness of God the Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer in my place, my heart is set free to sacrificially love the people around me, to love my enemy, but even more importantly, to love the people I love to love my spouse and my kids and my neighbors, to love one another within the church. So when the hope of glory comes, it gives us joy, it gives us the ability to give sacrificially, sacrificial love, it gives us boldness. It gives us boldness. Look at verse 25. Of this church, I was made a minister according to the stewardship from God bestowed on me for your benefit so that I might fully carry out the preaching of the Word of God. Now, the, the Word of God, the Bible, will rub everyone the wrong way. And so if we're faithful to proclaiming the Word of God, it will offend someone. The Word of God, if we're to proclaim it to our generation, faithfully communicating the truth of Scripture, we need boldness. If we're going to have that kind of boldness, then we need, an, we, we need a living Lord who's come to live inside of us. Because the Bible will always offend. The Bible's sexual ethic has always offended the Bible's description of marriage has always offended. But the most offensive thing that the Bible teaches is that Jesus is the only way of salvation. And if we're going to proclaim that to a lost world, that Jesus Christ is the way of salvation, and there's salvation in no one else, we're going to need to have Christ in us, the hope of glory. And that is what can give us boldness. And then lastly, it gives us endurance. The hope of glory, the Christ in us, the hope of glory gives us endurance. In verse 24, 
Paul says, I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I do my share on, on behalf of his body, which is the church, in filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions. Paul says, I keep going. I keep going. I keep going. What is it? What does it mean that Paul fills up what is lacking in Christ's sufferings? Could anything be lacking in Christ's sufferings? Well, of course, there's nothing lacking in terms of Christ's sufferings on our behalf as our Savior. So what does it mean? It means this, that there's still people who don't know. There's still people who who don't yet know the sufficiency of Christ's once-for-all sacrifice for us on the cross. There's people who haven't heard. One of my heroes is Hudson Taylor. I've read this to you before, but this passage from his biography, his autobiography, something he wrote in his journal, was instrumental in, in helping me say yes to coming to World Golf And it sustained me through many, many, many dark times. And I share it with you for the encouragement that our work isn't done. The best days for Good News Church are in the future, not in the past. On Sunday, June 25th, 1865, unable to bear the sight of a congregation of a thousand or more Christian people rejoicing in their own security, While millions were perishing for lack of knowledge, I wandered out on the sands alone in great spiritual agony. And there, the Lord conquered my unbelief, and I surrendered myself to God for this service. I told him that all the responsibility as to issues and consequences must rest with him, that as his servant... It was mine to obey and to follow him, his to direct, to care for, and to guide me, and those who might labor with me. Need I say that peace at once flowed into my burdened heart? There and then I asked him for 24 fellow workers, two for each of 11 inland provinces, which were without a missionary, and two for Mongolia, And writing the petition on the margin of my Bible I had with me, I returned home with a heart enjoying rest such as it had been a stranger to for months and with an assurance that the Lord would bless his own work and that I should share in the blessing. Oh, dear friends, Jesus Christ will be glorified and honored to every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And he will be known in St. John's County. Jesus Christ desires to have his name known in every neighborhood of St. John's County. He desires for his name to be known in every school in St. John's County. Jesus Christ desires for his name to be known in every business in St. John's County, in every club, in every gym, in every social organization in St. John's County. Jesus Christ longs for his name to be known, and he invites us to endure.
to go on believing and to take a step. And what would enable us to take that step? The only thing that would enable us to take that step is knowing Christ in us, the hope of glory. So what I invite you to, what I invite you to is to become a hope dealer, to become the kind of man or woman who has Christ in you, the hope of glory. That when Christ is real in your heart, you will have joy. You'll go out in joy. You'll sing with joy. You'll pray with joy. You'll share with joy. And people will look at your life and they'll say, what has happened to you? And you'll say, Jesus, the hope of glory has come in. You will have the opportunity to show sacrificial love to one another. By this, Jesus said, all men will know you're my disciples if you have love for one another. The only thing that can make that happen is if Jesus moves into us, the hope of glory moves into our lives and enables us to love one another sacrificially. No system, no program, no model of ministry can do it. It has to be the love of Christ in our hearts. Only Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, can move in in such a way that we would have boldness to be willing to share our faith. This week, three different people came to faith in Christ because of the testimony of members of our church. When we have the hope of Jesus, we have to share it. We have to be hope dealers. Christ in us, the hope of glory. And when Christ moves in, he gives us the endurance that we need to keep going to keep praying, to keep trusting, to keep believing when it is hard. And it does get hard. But we go back, we go back to Jesus and we say, oh Jesus, you're my hope. I have hope in no one else. I want to be your man, your woman, in my neighborhood, in my school, in my business, in my club, in my gym, on my team. I want to be your man. I want to be your woman. Oh, Jesus, help me. Bring someone into my life who can equip me. Bring someone into my life that I could share with. Bring someone in my life that I could build up and equip. Listen, Jesus Christ in you is the hope of glory. Is it real to you? Listen, let me just help you. Okay, just think about these questions and just let the Holy Spirit work in your heart right now. How deep, how deep does your joy in Jesus really go? How deep is it? Listen, is something other than Jesus competing for your heart's source of hope and joy? 
Do you have in your heart right now a real sense that Christ is in you? He's moved in. Do you believe that the best is yet to come? Listen, do you see the hopeless condition of the people around you who don't know Christ? And who are you willing? Who are you willing to share with that they might come to understand Christ in you, the hope of glory, and that you could become a hope dealer to this part of our county. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, as we wait silently before you, search us, O God, and know our hearts. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. See if there be any unclean way within us and lead us in the everlasting way. Holy Spirit, search our hearts now. Speak to every person here. Jesus, as you're at work in hearts, fill us, Holy Spirit. Jesus, be formed in our hearts. And Jesus, if there's any here that you are are drawing to yourself, maybe those watching online, there's someone that you're drawing to yourself. And if that's you, would you just simply say to Jesus now, Jesus, I, I admit that I've sinned against you in many ways, and I'm sorry. Jesus, I believe that you lived and died and rose again on my behalf. Jesus, come into my life as Savior. Forgive all my sins. Jesus, come into my life as Lord. I'll follow you all the days of my life. Help me become the person you want me to be. And oh, dear Jesus, I pray for every Christian here, that you would fill us with Christ, the hope of glory, and that we would take to every neighborhood and school and team and club and business the message of the gospel, the hope of the world. Unclog the places in our hearts that are clogged Send your Holy Spirit that we might see Jesus and the greatness of his glory. We pray this in Jesus' name.